0: Unbiased Freedom Podcast. My co-host and/or cousin's husband and/or best friend
1: and/or Thomas Brown, as most people know him. Welcome in, man. Hey, thank you, buddy. I'm excited we get this thing going and uh, give some new perspective and some new blood in this in this fight for freedom, right? Yes, because Lord knows we need it right now. Yes, Jesus knows. <laughs> As this goes on, people will learn
0: we've got our differences of perspectives, but we're all friendly here, and uh, we just uh, we try to make light of everything, and we, we like to put our perspectives on the paper. And uh, the whole idea of this whole show here is we're millennials, and we're both libertarians, and we don't like the way that the country's going. And we thought, you know, why not? We talk about enough stuff In private for fun uh, you know all in good fun that hey why don't we just start a podcast and you know see what happens see if we can draw in some listeners uh, old and young you know bring people to the party of freedom Uh, completely different platform perspective that most people in this country sadly haven't even heard of or been exposed to and a lot of that's due to the mainstream media the uh, republicans and democrats of course don't want there to be a third voice because their reign of the two-party system that has been in this country since its inception would be threatened and well we all know they can't have that so why don't we talk about the university of arizona their covid testing shut ah, down its yes. athletics system and uh, 85% of those were completely false positives Uh, They had 13 students test positive last week and today it was announced that 11 of those students were false positives. So I'm just going to say I work for a major laboratory company in the US that actually does COVID testing, but I'm not going to say who that is. But what I will say is that I think COVID is being completely blown out of proportion. We all know now, even from the government's own statistics, saying that 96% of people who perished Due to COVID, had underlying health issues. So that tells me that a majority of the United States has absolutely nothing to worry about if they are healthy and they are washing their hands regularly and, you know, just keeping their fingers out of their face. All things that we should have been doing before this. um, I hope. The good thing that comes out of this is that we're gonna be more hygienic and more conscious of germs and you know, not being so gross. So that's the See, good thing.
1: <clears throat> What's really crazy, so with this, you know, this is this is obviously a major university. They have a, a major, you know, sports program and everything else. You gotta think some of these students that were potentially affected that are, you know seniors, this is their last year, uh, some of them trying to go to the NFL, go to other major league sports. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, this could have completely shut it down. And just like many other, you know, um, conferences have already shut down, what are those seniors going to do? They're pretty much they're going to have to rely on past performances. Exactly. And that's not necessarily the best thing because some of these players, their best seasons come
0: At the when end. they're a senior.
1: So what are they going to do? They're they're losing this whole opportunity because of incorrect and, you know, unreliable data, which has shown it's at least specifically in this case where 85 percent of those cases turned out to be false positives. So if that's happening in this one school, imagine how much it's amplified in an entire country where they were rushing to get through tests and trying to you know, obviously get ahead of the potential pandemic and everything else. But at the same time, how accurate is the information that we're actually getting? And at this point, we don't really know. And, you know, it's it's putting people's livelihoods in jeopardy, not just student athletes, um, but normal everyday people uh, who own businesses. And, you know, even me personally, you know, my work has been affected. I know, you know, many people's work who have been affected. Sure, And, uh, you know. It's just—it's insane to me that you know the entire country is being brought to its knees over something that the China virus, <laughs> exactly. And to quote yeah. Trump, you know, yeah, of yeah, exactly. exactly. So exactly. It's, to me, it's just—it's just. So everybody knows
0: insane. this is uh, women's soccer, um, and uh, it will actually resume activities. So that's a positive thing, but there are other institutions and sports um, for different. Colleges around the company, uh, company the country, that won't be continuing to play sports, and um, these results are due to instrumentation error that were Alec um, out of calibration. So, I mean, and we're looking at a really small sample size here. We're talking thirteen students, and eleven of those were false positive. So, on what scale is that? You know, when you look at the entire country, are we really seeing accurate numbers and? if we are, we're fine. And if we're not, we're fine. (laughs) Exactly. So, I mean,
1: I don't know anybody else who can argue with that, honestly. Uh, I mean, I I 100% agree. Um, Obviously, COVID is real. There's evidence across the globe that it's real. Exactly. Um, We're not
0: crazy. We don't we're not the type of people that pretend that it's not a real thing. Of course it's a real thing. It's a common cold just like the common
1: cold. Well, and statistically if you if you break it down, you know, it's a 99.96 survival rate. That's in most in, in often cases, that's better than the seasonal flu. Yep. So, I mean, yes, historically the numbers, that's
0: way better than the seasonal yeah. flu. Well, can, and yeah. And
1: then so another thing about that is so if it's if they're, you know, they say not to compare it to the seasonal flu. It's not the same, blah blah blah. But they say now we may see a resurgence because it's getting that time of year. It's viral. Then when is the year, or you know, going to reset for COVID? Oh, I'll tell you. Exactly, or is it just going to keep going? I'll tell you exactly when that's going
0: to happen. It's going to happen after the fourteen-day curve flattens. That's when that's going
1: to happen. Wasn't that six months ago?
0: Yes, it was. <laughs> Math is hard. You know it. It is. Um, the funny thing is, uh, is, is even, at, even after the ma- mask mandates, yeah, let's, I mean, we can be honest, the numbers have gotten smaller, but who's to say the numbers wouldn't have gotten smaller anyway due to people building herd immunity to yeah, it?
1: Look at Sweden. Right. That's a perfect example. They didn't instill, you know, they didn't instill any kind of mandates. They didn't do any kind of government shutdowns, no any lockdowns. kind of inter- interference from the government whatsoever they gained herd immunity before any other country and here we are now they did have a higher
0: death ratio their survival ratio was worse than other parts of europe but that doesn't necessarily correlate to the fact that they didn't wear masks that just means maybe the swedish you know are more susceptible to this particular viral strain we we know that people in south america are less likely to die of covid than any other group in the entire world. We don't know why that is. There is some suspicion that it's due to them being inoculated against tuberculosis. We haven't been doing that here in the United States since the 70s. Right. There's some studies and they're saying that it's possible that some tuberculosis drugs, not all of them, could either you know, effectively fight COVID-19 or just fight the symptoms of it making it, you know, just
1: you'll be fine. So it's something to keep in mind. It definitely is. And I I think that obviously, like you were saying, you know, the the numbers have dropped since mask mandates have been enacted and, and this and that. But like you were saying at the same time, who's to say it wouldn't have done it on its own? Right. And, and, and the numbers... To keep the government's foot on everybody's neck and keeping it shut down when... You can see the job numbers, the unemployment rate dropped drastically now that they've lifted restrictions. Uh, the last unemployment um, announcement, it, it's 8.4%. Right. 1.37 million new yeah, jobs. That's insane. And and what, what caused it? All that caused it was letting people go back to work, letting people get back to a sense of normalcy and... The government, you know, government getting out of the way and all all of a sudden the economy is starting to come back faster than anticipated because, I mean, at this point, you know, we've got the jobless rate declined from 9.8 to 10.2 in July and then has now dropped from 9.8 to 8.4. So that means almost a 2% drop in two months. That's insane. Yeah. You know, that's that's almost three, or was it two and a half million jobs in two months have come back. It's huge. Yeah, and, and that's, if, that's if you a, also that's amazing. consider,
0: you look at this time last year, earnings rose almost 5% to 4.7%. And that's happening on its own without the government putting its boot on the backs of companies, small and large, saying we're going to mandate increases in pay. They're just doing it because it's good business and it's good for competition because the hotter the job market is, the easier it is for people to go and get a better paying job. And so if people are leaving your company because they're getting higher wages somewhere else, that company in order to compete with those other companies are going to have to increase their wages.
1: That's and that's it and that's um that actually leads into another kind of fundamental thought process on most libertarians too, right? Eliminating minimum wage. Yeah. Yeah, because then it incites more competition. People think it'll drive down wages, when in turn it actually drive wages up. Yeah, so it took me, <clears throat> excuse me, it took
0: me nearly eighteen years of work to get to reach the thirty dollar an hour mark, <clears throat> and in certain states and in certain cities where they've mandated fifteen dollars an hour. You completely cut that in half, and so it devalues what I've done, and that's not good. What 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 ultimately ends up happening is prices of everything else just goes up because, well, there's more money out in the market, so they can jack the prices up because more people have money in their pocket, and so in the end, you don't end up making more money. You just make other things more expensive, and so you make it more difficult for everybody across the board rather than just helping people out if you think that's what you're doing because giving people money doesn't automatically help most people who win the lottery are broker in debt not long after because it's the guy that lives in the trailer
1: and uh, he's been playing lottery his whole life and he got lucky once yeah well and you take a look so in places where they have a mandatory 15 dollar an hour minimum wage those places are some of the worst off cities in the entire country and then you have other places where the companies have done it on their own yes and and that's fine that company f- it's, it's flourishing it's like look at amazon you start you go work at their factory it's 15 bucks an hour i think target did it target's done it walmart was, yeah like there's been a bunch of places that are doing it so it doesn't have to be regulated by the government to get it to an increased livable wage i mean I, and i get it I understand but at the same time um McDonald's is not a job. Yeah. No, that, that it's gonna, not a career. It's not a career. Yeah, that's Taking, for you to start, get through college, you, you know, get through, get into the job market, and then if you want to make money, you go and you find a place to make that money. I started working. I started working when minimum wage was six dollars and something. When it went to seven twenty-five, I got a raise. I thought it was awesome. Oh yeah, but I started at five twenty-five an yeah. hour. Yeah. So and this but, was back in two thousand three. So <laughs> but I was in high school. Yep. After I got done with high school, I didn't work a minimum wage job ever again. I worked up. You know, everybody has that potential in this country to start from nothing, work your way up. You don't need the government to give you a handout. You just, you have to put in the work. Right. Everybody doesn't get the same results, but everybody has the same opportunity to get
0: the same results. 100%. And you cannot guarantee that the one guy who doesn't put You know, as much effort as you do is going to earn the exact same amount because, I mean, let's be honest, that might be fair monetarily, but is that really fair? Right. No. No, I don't think so.
1: I agree. There will be um, some stuff that we obviously will agree with because we have similar uh, opinions and mindsets on on different things, but uh, there will also be things that we do disagree with every now and then. Oh, yeah,
0: for sure, man. For Sure, um, well, we kind of jumped right into COVID. Yeah, yeah <clears throat> why don't we uh tell the viewers, huh? Because we're we have voices that you only want for radio. Now, we, we might actually take this to a live video, we're not sure yet. We're still, we're still, you got a cramp going on over there. I got a
1: cramp, it's it's uh, getting old sucks, I, yeah, right. Anyways, so yeah, let's, <laughs> I was just having the same thought. We should probably jump in and do an introduction before we just jumped right in, but... Uh, yeah, well, we're halfway through this episode, so we're 15 minutes in, well, so... maybe we can flip it. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> no. All right, well, um, so just a little bit about me. My name is Thomas. I, uh, I do collision repair for a living. I do um, woodworking on the side. Um, i got a wife, three kids... Loved to death there in my world I uh, got into libertarian um, ism I guess back before <clears throat> the 2016 election I always thought of myself as an independent and never really knew that there was um, other parties I, I really only honestly only thought there was Republican Democrat and independent and then uh, luckily after speaking with Ian during the last election cycle he opened my eyes to libertarian I did my own research kind of looked it up and uh, that's when I realized wow I you know I really relate to this platform obviously not a hundred percent there's still some stuff that I'm not hundred percent in agreement with but I don't think anybody is one hundred percent agree on everything in that in a particular party. Not to throw you under the bus or put you on the spotlight, but uh, what are
0: those things that you don't particularly agree with with, <laughs> with regards to the well, libertarian party? P- okay, platform? so I think I'm curious, and I know our listeners are.
1: Yeah. Well, so I guess you know some of the things that I don't necessarily agree with is um, and and it may not even be a particular like an actual party belief, but there has been you know. Some I've heard um, through different research and stuff that a lot of libertarians want open borders. Right. I don't necessarily think we need a just open border. Obviously, we need some sort of immigration policy, and that's something um, that I agree with uh, Dr. Joe Jorgensen on. Kind of have it more like how it was when Ellis Island was in use, where the states kind of control it. If you have something to contribute – to the you know to the gu- or to the country you're allowed to come in we expedite it we make sure you get your citizenship and you know obviously you're vetted to make sure that you're not going to be a detriment because we don't want you coming in and being a tax burden or you know anything like that so that's one thing i would say you know that i don't personally agree with i don't think we should have an open border but you know i think we do need to have an expedited immigration system
0: yeah it's it's way past due for that to be yeah, re- reformed, I think. And I think most people agree with that. Do we all agree with how that's supposed to happen?
1: Probably not, but that's okay. <clears throat> but obviously there are things that I completely agree with. I think the um, individual freedom should be f- uh, foremost um, important. Uh, I think the less government control we have, the more free we are, Um I don't believe that uh, the government should be in every single part of your life, telling you how you should earn your money, how you should spend your money. You know, I don't believe that we should have federal wages um, taxed. I, I don't believe we should have that. I, honestly, most taxes, I don't believe we should have. So you're abolish the IRS? Oh, 100. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm <laughs> okay. more with that. I, yeah, I do. I do. Uh, I at this point, um, there's there's other ways. To keep the government going, we just have to cut big time. Well, to segue
0: into what I disagree with, the Libertarian Party platform, if you don't mind. Yeah, oh, yeah. Great. So I'm actually, I'm on the Libertarian website, which is lp.org for those who may be interested. So there are a few things that I don't agree with directly. It doesn't change my love for the party or the love of the platform. It's just a personal pet peeve of mine. So if you start out and you go to their platform under personal liberty, self-ownership, and I'm going to read it verbatim here. Individuals own their bodies and have the right over them that individuals, groups, and governments may not violate. Individuals have the freedom and responsibility to decide what they knowingly and voluntarily consume and what risks they accept to their own health, finances, safety, or life. Okay. The so individuals own their bodies and have rights over them that other individual groups and governments may not violate. Okay and then let's slide down to 1.5 abortion. <laughs> Recognizing that abortion is a sensitive issue and that people can hold good faith views on all sides we believe that the government should be kept out of the matter leaving the question to each person for their conscientious consideration. I would just like to point out That if individuals own their bodies and have rights over them that other individuals, groups, or governments may not violate, why does a fetus or an unborn child not have those same individual rights? I feel like it's kind of a double-edged sword. It's like, okay, as a human, you have the right to choose what you want to do with your body, but why does the human that grows inside of you, that we all once were, not have those same rights? just because they can't speak or make a decision for themselves at that point in time. Even a two-year-old child, for the most part, other than the fact that they have to eat and go to the bathroom, don't make a whole lot of decisions in their life. And until they're later in life, the parents pretty much make all the calls. We don't, you know. So for me, I am the government should definitely stay out of abortion. I don't disagree with that. But I also don't like... Using the excuse of poverty as a reason to have one, yeah, and I feel like a lot of that is is what is happening. Um, That's just my personal pet peeve. I feel like it's it's kind of hypocritical to say we respect everybody's individual right, you know, to not to be self-governed, but then except when it comes to unborn children, we think it's okay if you know somebody just yeah,
1: and honestly, I would agree um, for the most part. I I think that it should be very restricted um to you know if you if it was a rape obviously if that that's that should not be you should not be responsible for that if that you know turned into procreation you know we could have a very
0: interesting topic on rape babies because uh, there are a lot of people in hollywood yeah that were actually rape babies oh i know a lot of a lot of the pop culture in the this this country yeah singers actors musicians were conceived through rape and i bet if you asked every one of them today would they rather have the choice to live or die they'd tell you a million times over that they they would love that opportunity to survive because look at what they were able to accomplish you know even yeah so
1: i mean yeah I, I mean i can see that but i'm just like and I, and you know, I luckily, me and my wife, um, we both have a, a, a similar stance. So if we ever had an unexpected pregnancy, right, it would, you know, it wouldn't, we wouldn't do an abortion, like, right. So, um, the only other instance would be is if the well being of the mother was 100% in jeopardy, if, if it wasn't do that or they died, then
0: I agree. And yeah. I actually agree that even in instances of rape, that I think that you should be able to terminate a pregnancy. Yeah. That should be up to the, the mother.
1: After Beyond that, if, if it's you being careless because you were drunk or, you know, you just, you guys forgot or whatever. Or, or Yeah, or guilt. You, or, keep, you keep hearing you, that on college campuses. Yeah, you can't it's say like, it's like that you know, were, yeah. you know. You, you missed your period. Oh, now,
0: now I feel guilty. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he raped me. Yeah. Right. No, that's, that's, that's complete
1: horseshit. Right. Well, and then also, you know, like you said, like just because you're in a... Bad place uh, financially or, you know, whatever the case may be. That's not an excuse. You made that decision. You made the conscious decision to have unprotected sex. And you're at that point, you're an adult. You had to deal with that consequence. Yeah. Every action has an equal or opposite reaction. And there's there's options out there. You know, if you don't at the end of the pregnancy, you don't feel like you can handle it. There's adoption agencies. There's other things. That's a whole nother topic because they can make it such an easier way for people to adopt but yeah that's a a whole nother that's a racket all in itself yeah (laughs) but you know there's there's options out there and in to just say oh i'm doing it because i'm poor or whatever that's not a legitimate excuse to me and i don't think that that should be i don't think it should be that way i agree but yes so that is another one to disagree i just thought i
0: just thought it was interesting i just want to point out i feel like that's a little hypocritical to say in in their (laughs) preamble you know things that i i mean I've already said my stance on it, but um, the other thing that I personally have moral issues with, and I think, you know, some, for some people this is a cut and dry issue, and it's not even a question for them. But I think um, the death penalty. So the Libertarian Party, I was just as a about whole, about to bring that up. Actually, they don't like the death penalty, and if someone kills your wife. And then we feed them, give them tablets and internet access
1: for the rest of their lives. How's that fair? It's not. And me personally, if you have been sentenced to death, it should be within a week. Should already happen. Yeah. It should not be at that point. It should not be there's some people that are 30 years before they get put to death. No, it needs to be done immediately. It needs to there's I, I get the humane factor, blah blah blah, but at that point You have lost your right to be a human, in my opinion, if you've done something worthy of the death penalty. Be done with it.
0: Right. And I also think that just because I don't agree with the death penalty doesn't mean I don't think there shouldn't be the ability for a state to restrict the death penalty. There are a lot of states that don't actually have the death penalty today and there are a lot that still do, but I think that should be the choice of the citizens in that state. And they should live with the consequences of having to pay to keep those people housed. You know? Um, I mean, let's be honest. Most of the people that are in prisons now are there for drug crimes, you know, nonviolent offenders. And it's just costing a lot of money. And basically it's just propping up businesses. And those are government businesses. Um, and, uh, you know, I think it's a waste of taxpayer money. We could be doing so much better if we would just leave people alone. I mean, why is it the government's responsibility to make sure that somebody doesn't smoke a plant? I mean, come on. That's ridiculous. It's absolute ridiculous. It has nothing to do with anybody else. As long as they're not hurting anybody,
1: what do I care? Right. But and then, at the same time, as soon as it does start towards hurting other people, that is when it's a legitimate role of the government to protect its citizens and that's when they need to step in and take care of what they need to take care of, but only when it starts to affect somebody's well being or their, you know, their safety or anything like that. That that's when it needs to happen. But other than that, if it's somebody at their house, they're gonna be at their house all day and they start smoking some weed or whatever, like I personally I don't do that. Never have, never will. But if somebody else wants to do it and they're at home and they're not gonna affect anybody else, who cares? Exactly. Um,
0: I can't really say that I disagree with anything else on the Libertarian Party. Honestly, I,
1: honestly, I think that's pretty much my main two. Those are the only two things. Or three, that, I guess. For me,
0: those are the only two things that, for me, that kind of don't sit 100. percent But again, at the end of the day, if if we do this democratically, and I'm outvoted on that, then you know I accept that, and that's what that is. You know. I'm not going to lie awake at night and cry about it Uh, because at some point you can't keep arguing. You have to move on and you have to, um, you know, look forward and try to be a successful society. Um, One of my favorite, absolute favorite things about the Libertarian Party is the non-aggression principle. You know, we should not be the policemen of the world. Uh, I really like that. I think all of our troops should be home. They should be here defending our country, not defending anybody else's country because we spend trillions of dollars Every year, keeping our people in other people's countries, and they don't even want us there. You know, um, there's been some high-profile cases actually in Japan recently, where U.S. Marines and Navy personnel will commit crimes in Japan, and they have their their people over there are absolutely fed up. They want this naval base completely shut down because I believe a, a U.S. Navy man raped a, a soldier out. Mm um or or no uh, raped a japanese citizen out there committed a crime there and the u.s government is trying to protect the soldier and they want to punish him under japanese law and so you you have these things like that it's like government shouldn't have to deal with that it's like that could be dealt with on a personal level like if a guy went over there that was a u.s citizen and committed a crime he ain't getting any help from the u.s government he made his choice you know but we shouldn't be there as a government entity protecting anybody else because what are we getting out of it right. really we're just we're more and more in debt i believe we hit 26 trillion dollars of debt in the us government now
1: it'll never be able to be repaid it doesn't look like it i in all honesty i don't i don't see how it could let's pull up the debt clock let's see where we're at because that is i mean that's just absolutely ridiculous i mean to and then to sit there and then people say that like people think that everything is free i guess but like do you not realize if we even you know turned around and for instance higher education was free somebody's still paying for it oh yeah so what's what's our current clock we're 26 trillion 26 trillion and counting that's completely
0: ridiculous $80,000 per person owed yeah. to the federal government. Incredible. Incredible. And
1: this and is this, the That's reason- a year
0: worth of my work. Yeah. I could work for free and give all my income to the federal government. It wouldn't be- it wouldn't, And it wouldn't even put a, a no. drop in the bucket. Well,
1: and so what's even more frustrating is so we're at $26 trillion. And the, the first stimulus that we received- um, they renegotiated and wanted how much was it for new fighter jets? Oh yeah, yeah. Why did that need to be put into a stimulus bill that you were trying to pass for your citizens to pay them back the money you already stole from them? Yeah, but well, that's the Republicans to get, we gotta we gotta well,
0: sneak in some some uh, exa- exactly some funding for the military because we gotta bomb somebody eventually. Right? but
1: in the thing that doesn't make any sense is is we aren't the world's police. So, what is wrong with our current military capacity? Are we really in need of what eight hundred million dollars or whatever it was for new fighter jets? New, right. That's that's absolutely insane. When you had people, when and granted, it was still it was because of the government that were getting ready to lose houses. They were getting ready to lose you know cars or whatever the case may be, and people were absolutely freaking out. And you're going to sit there and stall it because you wanted new fighter jets that we don't need? Right. Like, yeah, well, that's let's, insane. Let's flip the coin over and uh, look at the
0: Democrats' bill. Yeah. Let's defund the police and let's right. pay reparations to all black Americans. Right. While we give everybody a check for $1,200. It's like, how is that any more
1: helpful than what the Republicans not, are trying to do? And there's always a hidden agenda and no matter what we do as citizens we are yeah. just going to foot the bill because this, the government has
0: no money without its citizens right if you want to if you want to actually pass a spending bill it should look like this it should be one line and it should say each us citizen c- citizen, citizen gets $1200 that's o- it period and that's the bill and you can call that the covid-19
1: stimulus package bill <laughs> Right, and that's another thing. What's as easy as that? Everything has to be yay or nay. <laughs> so yeah, it's it, it, they've got it so complicated now to where these bills—they're eight hundred pages. A normal U.S. citizen cannot go and read through eight hundred pages to see what's being voted upon, and to me, that's that's ridiculous. Anything that's getting voted on, it needs to be clear language, easy to understand, to where anybody that wanted to can go and look at it and figure out what this bill is about. What's included, what's not included, and... Right. The government should be completely transparent about what they're doing and how they're spending our money that they're taking from us. Yeah, because that's the thing. They are taking it from us. We never even did your introduction, by the way. We'll get to that. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll go ahead and do that
0: now real quick. Um, my name is Ian Arsenault. Um, a lot of people where I'm from like to say Arsenal because it is actually French, but it's Arsenault. The LT is silent i um, born and raised in Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, been here my entire life. Uh, don't know if I'll be here my entire the, the other half of my life, or other three quarters. Um, but uh, let's see here. I got introduced into the Libertarian Party through none other than the godfather, the great Ron motherfucking Paul. Ron Paul, man. Back in 2008, that man... I mean, he sparked a light bulb that went off into my brain. And that was that was a really pivotal moment for me. I was actually running to become a delegate for him under the Republican Party platform in the state of Tennessee. And I was going around with a group of guys and we were all getting our signatures. And it was a really cool experience. It was a really cool way for me to meet other like-minded people. And um, I was running around with a huge Ron Paul Revolution 2008 on the back of my Honda Accord. I remember that. It was. (laughs) That was right when I first met you, too. Absolutely glorious. I had abolished the IRS t shirts that I would wear. I mean, I was in. We need to get some of those when we go on video. I still have
1: them. We got to wear
0: them. I got Investigate 9 11 t shirts. I got the whole nine yards. Like I was lock, stock, and barrel, (laughs) knee deep. Um, So yeah, so Ron Paul really turned me onto the ideas of liberty and libertarian party um obviously i was not a huge fan of uh gary johnson um uh, what is aleppo <laughs> everybody knows that one if you know who gary johnson is yeah i know it's a bad joke and does the president of the united states really need to know the the capital of syria and probably most, not
1: most americans who were outraged by it didn't even know didn't it didn't even know that yeah no. i i'll tell you personally me when they were like making fun of him i was like I don't, okay, I don't, what's Aleppo? And I googled it, and I was like, oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Why should anybody in the USA, United States of America, give two shits about what Aleppo is, where it is, and why it got its name? Why, who cares, right? I mean, absolutely who cares? I mean... Well, you should. We have no business being there. They don't want us there. No, We don't, no. There, there's no money to be made there. Like, let's just, it's not anything that needs to happen so in my opinion i i was cool with gary johnson
1: he's an all right guy but he wasn't my
0: my favorite
1: um no but he would still would have been better than trump (laughs) or hillary oh yeah so
0: yeah yeah no doubt by far (laughs) um and god help us if hillary would have got elected president We probably wouldn't Daps recognize our bullet. country right now, honestly. And I'm not saying that to be brash or, you know, I'm I'm saying that completely honest. I mean, we'd probably have hyperinflation going on right now, and we'd probably uh, have some kind of conflict going on either the Middle East or Russia. Um, you know, that's just. The Democrats want to pretend that they're not the the warring party, but they are just as much as the Republicans are. Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
1: There's no fiscally conservative party in power right now at all. The only fiscally conservative party that's even a, quote unquote, a unquote, major party is Libertarian Party. Because if you look at the other, quote-unquote, major third party, the Green Party, it's even more left than the Democrats right now. They want even more government control even more government spending—it's absolutely ridiculous. If you are truly fiscally conservative, the only choice you have is libertarian. Because yeah, they, you want, a look, they yeah, want a balanced budget. They want a Because if you look through Trump's presidency, the deficit has increased more than almost any other president. Yep, in his term during his term. And we just talked about twenty-six trillion dollars of debt. Yeah, with eighty
0: eighty thousand per citizen. So That's ridiculous i remember when it was sixty four thousand a person that was when obama was president my my daughter my one-year-old daughter owes the government 80 grand right now what has she done to owe that
1: nothing that has she insane. taken
0: has she taken advantages of all these roads and all these different <laughs> bombs that have been dropped in iraq and afghanistan has that helped her enrich her life in any way shape or form no absolutely not exactly and it never will that's no. the, that's the thing right yeah, I don't I don't foresee Iraq or Afghanistan being a place that you vacation in in the next 30 years.
1: No. No. I hope I, I'm I, wrong. I, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah,
0: I really do. But let's be realistic. I mean, we we're talking about factions that have been warring since the dawn
1: of civilization. Well, and we keep we keep kind of putting our head in there and be like, "Hey, we're here." Yeah. And then starting some more stuff and, it, and so us being there is not Helping anything. It's literally only causing us to go in more debt. Yeah, Honestly,
0: the best thing that we could do is to completely pull out, let them fight each other, let somebody come to power, and then we can either decide to have ties with whomever
1: has come to power or not. The rest is up to them. Well, because the entire history of human has been... Human? Humans. Has <laughs> been conquer or be conquered. Yep. So...
0: Wait a minute, you said the Indians never conquered anybody.
1: Did I say that? No. Okay then. All right. All right. All right. Did I say that? I didn't. Hear- I said you're either conquered, or, or you're the conqueror. Mm-hmm. It's it's one or the other. So why all of a sudden is it all of a sudden imaginary that nobody's ever going to try to gain more land? It's going to happen. It's not our responsibility to stop that. No. Because it's not our land. If if Now, granted, if it's, you know, mass genocide and stuff like that, like, somebody needs to step in. And if it's directly affecting the U.S. in some way where we're being threatened or we're being attacked, that's when we jump in. Yeah. But if it's, say, Italy decides that, oh, we want Turkey and they take over Turkey, we don't need to be a part of that know why they would but you know just random they got istanbul is a nice nice area i mean yeah you're not wrong but that's the thing like so why does that that's not our responsibility that's other side of the world nothing to do with us we don't need to be there well i like to i like to look at it from this angle like okay if
0: the u.s was attacked or trump started to go uber fascist like the democrats have wet dreams about and he just starts (laughs) blowing everybody's heads off right we're all in shackles and chains do you really think afghanistan iraq syria iran anybody and i'm just naming those just off off the cuffs, who's really going to come over here with good intentions to say hey let's help the u.s get back on their
1: feet none of them Nobody. What they're going to do do is take advantage of the situation. Exactly. Everybody's sick and tired of us being in their countries. Everybody's sick and tired of us acting like we're the world police when we aren't. And it seems like we're the only country that doesn't understand that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree 110%. Well, um, do we want
0: to talk about the good news story of the day. Let's do it. Or of the week, I guess we should say, because we believe this is going to be either a weekly or bi-weekly podcast. We haven't made that determination yet. So I was on Facebook the other day, and this is actually a local Nashville, Tennessee story. So um, there was a job fair flyer at Kroger, and a hire manager, Jackie, heard that one of the regular customers that came in every day... Wanted to know if they would be hired. And Vandal didn't know the persistent's name, but she got goodbyes from her. Turns out it was a homeless lady who was living in her car in the parking lot of this, said Kroger location. They gave this girl a job, and her name is Lashonda Williams. And she is just overexcited, man. She can't wait to get in there and work. She said she burst into tears when she got the job. I mean, instead of, handing, instead of handing people success, giving them the tools to, to find that success on their own is what it's all
1: about. Well, it's like that old saying, give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. Teach a man to fish, he'll eat for a lifetime.
0: And I quote her. She said, don't you worry about anything. I'm going to work you to death and we'll take care of you. This is the manager. going to work you to death and we'll take care of you. So. Promises kept. Eight months later, Williams comes in upbeat almost every weekday to the self-checkout and says, don't let anybody steal your joy. She tells the fellow employees and customers it's going to be a great day. She got her own apartment after just a few months, and a customer that frequent the store helped her find one. And uh, they also did a Facebook donation to get her clothes, decorations, and furniture for her apartment. And so she said she's completely enthusiastic to be at work. She said she was sleeping in the parking lot looking for something to eat. And she says, now all her babies here love me. No one abuses me and no one calls me dumb and stupid. For the first time in my life, I finally have peace. And all it was is a single job at a checkout line at Kroger's in Nashville, Tennessee, to give this girl hope to to better her life. That's huge, man. That's
1: absolutely huge. And it wasn't the government that did it. Nope. That was an individual, that was individual who saw an oh. opportunity to, help, to somebody. help somebody. And they did it, and now this woman's life has completely changed for the better. I can
0: guarantee you she's going to be running a Kroger store one day. She'll she'll be a, a branch manager, a manager of the store yeah. she's working at today. That's awesome. Because she's got
1: that drive. Yeah. She's hungry. She wants to go get it. And all she needed was an opportunity. That's right. That's right. No yeah. other country in the world you be homeless in a parking lot at a grocery store, get a job, eight months later, be on your own and self-sufficient. Yep. There's no place like that. Yeah. It's it's, it's absolutely amazing.
0: I love it. I love it. And that was on the Tennessean. That's really, really cool. I think uh, she's going to do good and wish nothing but good luck to her. And it's really cool for Kroger to do that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I think uh, that's gonna about wrap it up, man. I think we've been yapping long enough. What do <laughs> yeah. you think?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's uh, this is gonna be the first of many. We will try to stay as relevant as we can. Uh, obviously, we have many other things going on in our lives between our families and work and everything else. So we will try to make it, you know, either weekly or biweekly as as often as possible. Um, sometimes if something happens, maybe we can do two. You know, in one week, just depending on current events and things like that. And I'm sure as it gets closer to the election, we may do. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We may do a couple more. (laughs) But this is not only going to be, as you can see today, this is not only going to be about politics. Uh, We want to bring in a little bit of everything. We want to talk about sports. We're both uh, Titans fans. Oh, yeah. uh, Nashville Predators fans. Nashville SC sea. Uh, I'm warming up to the whole soccer thing. I'm, yeah. I'm
0: not I'm not fully on board I, yet.
1: But I did get you to that first match, and you, it was a blast. It was
0: cool. It yeah. was cool. I'm still pissed, though, that my hundred and whatever dollar jersey <laughs> has two black marks on it. It's like, uh, you're killing me, Smalls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know
1: what the deal is with that. I still haven't been able to get those out. So, really? Yeah. That's disappointing. Yeah. But, so we will keep it. We'd like to keep it upbeat. Um, we're going to... It'll get probably a little bit more goofy as we do it again. We'll going to relax and oh, normally yeah, our conversations really will just go in wild directions. And uh we're, we're honestly still, we're still just trying to figure this yeah, out. Yeah. Well and and any suggestions that anybody has, please let us know if there's a topic that you want discussed. Um If you wanna be a guest. If you wanna be a guest, yeah, we'd love to have some guests, man. Uh and it, it, you can just be a nobody like us. Because we're all just nobody yeah, we're, we're all on this little rock, just flying through
0: space. Nobody's any more significant than anybody else. I mean, I'm better than you, but that's fine. Well, that's not true. true. That is true.
1: <laughs> you got me on the looks, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it. You heard it here first, folks. No, but uh, yeah, we like to keep it upbeat. We want to, uh, you know, we want this to be enjoyable. We want to spread good information for people, not just the right is horrible, the left is horrible. Uh, you know. All this stuff, we want a true unbiased and I feel like that's what we bring to the table. We want to give the information, make let you make your own decision. We you know, I'll have an opinion. It's not gonna be the right opinion necessarily, because everybody's opinions are different. There's there's no right or wrong answer when it comes to some of these topics. Everybody's got assholes. Yeah, and they all stink. Well, most of the time, unless you clean them, Eh, which you should. Don't don't forget to do that. (laughs) We recommend you clean your asshole regularly. (laughs) Sorry for anybody that listens and uh, doesn't uh, enjoy cursing. There will probably be cursing in future episodes. I can fucking guarantee it. Oh, there you go. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, like I said, any topics you want discussed please feel free leave us a comment we have started a facebook page it's going to be unbiased freedom we got it on there if you want to invite and you haven't got it send one of us a message we would like you know any feedback we can get any Any topics any feedback we're going to also
0: consider uh creating a a youtube page and exporting them out uh, out to youtube um with just a logo on there so you've got the audio we also want to get these out on all streaming platforms i mean we're talking spotify apple music um uh you know now youtube music uh google can't freaking make up its mind how they want to you know display their music to their customers but uh you can do both That's yeah fine. yeah it's however you want to do it this is fine yeah yeah you want a tape recording let me know i've got uh, i can make that happen
1: we could get one of those old school video or um voice recorders too oh i got one of those too yeah, yeah hook that hook you up bro yeah,
0: yeah. so um yeah just you know, we're, we're planning on getting this out there. We're just starting. We're learning. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll get more comfortable talking into a microphone as time goes on. So we're looking forward to more of this.
1: And honestly, I want to make it to where it is more comfortable, to where we kind of just have our normal conversations. Because our right. normal conversation... It's like this. This feels like just, you know, it's more natural, you know. Oh, yeah. Obviously, I, I mean, everything we talked about earlier was still natural. It was all organic. We have no notes. We have iPad set up to where we can. <laughs> oh wait a minute. Well, let me check my notes here. <laughs> yeah,
0: it says episode one, and the cursor just keeps flashing under. Yeah, that, so that's our notes.
1: Literally, the only thing that we have is we we, we pulled have a up, few art- articles that we yeah, just kind of stories. things like that. And if there's anything like a hot topic, obvious again, give us some suggestions on anything you may want to talk about. Then we can do a little bit of more research, have some articles ready. But everything that we're gonna say, we're gonna have backed up with facts. Everything is going to be facts. We're going to list our sources. We will, you know, discuss our opinions, and hopefully, you know, we'll have some really great conversations. We can hopefully change some minds. Um, oh, for sure. I want to talk about
0: UFOs, man.
1: Oh, I'm down. All right. Um, let's do We can. We can go ahead and set up another podcast you ready? to start doing it. A-tip. Hey.
0: Yes, sir. I'm down.
1: There's, anyways, we'll get into that later. But yeah, any, like I said, episode anything. two, UFOs. <laughs> Maybe, maybe three, four. Who knows? No, it's episode two. All right, UFOs. that's fine. That's cool. Yeah. We'll do whatever. But the ha- yeah. The handsome so. guy calls the shots around here. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, please, please, please. Any feedback. Um, we are we're here. Anything that you feel like you've done some research on, but you can't find unbiased information, we can take a look, try to do it, we can discuss it on air. Um, and you know, hopefully, Build off of this, yeah. We can build off of this and turn it into something really great, and uh, you know, something enjoyable. I think I think that could be really fun because I think we got a good chemistry. You know, we, oh, yeah. we've talked about this before. You know, yep. So we've been discussing this podcast for a year. Yeah, yeah. The At last least. last winter when we we're sitting around the fire, you know.
0: Yeah, we're the smoke likes to follow me, but yes, we're sitting it on the fire, and
1: we're like, man, you know, we should probably, you know, one of these nights we're gonna up. go out there, we're gonna have a fire, and we'll do our podcast around the fire. We have to have video for that one, though. No, that's all right,
0: and I'll mix the audio of the fire crackling in the background. Yeah, so, so you can feel like you're sitting at the fire
1: with us. Yeah, that'll be great. So, yeah. we look forward to seeing everybody on the next one. And uh, how are you gonna do that? I don't know busted (laughs) all right we're not gonna see you and technically you won't see us right now right but uh figuratively we will see you on the next episode sounds good you guys have a great week and uh we will be with you guys soon (laughs) we gotta come up with a better closer
0: (laughs) yeah on this episode, of unbiased freedom.
1: None of this is getting cut. We're putting it in there. Oh yeah, no, this yeah. is this is into the end. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen,
0: we're gonna get yeah. out of here. We gotta get some sleep. It's late. It's it's. Uh, oh my gosh, it's Monday. It's
1: Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. First man. podcast 2020, in the books. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. It's been a horrible year.
0: Yeah, we'll it's, su- we'll discuss It's that kind enough. of. <laughs> yeah.
1: We have plenty of topics. Most of them are just random, but yeah,
0: we're gonna do it all. Yeah.
1: Take Sounds care. Great.
0: Take care ladies and gentlemen.